You notice that when the part of the song says sexy smile, they put it on Justin Waller. Who did that? <laughs> Who did that? You know, he was like, Jay Waller. You know it. You know it. I saw a clip the other day. Somebody was like talking about Justin Waller's jeans being tight and they were enjoying <laughs> it. It was a very odd moment. An odd exchange, I have to say. Very, very strange. Welcome, everyone. Isn't that an inviting intro? So today we have um, a lot of politics on deck. We've got some Chelsea Handler craziness. Here's what we're going to talk about. There was big breaking news that happened yesterday, as you may have seen, that Tucker Carlson is taking his new show directly to Twitter. We're going to talk about what that means. Of course, there were a lot of liberal tears that were cried. We'll get to AOC. RFK actually made a great comment about it. We'll talk about Media Matters crying about it. Everybody's so upset about free speech. Oh, my God. We'll get to a tweet from Elon that clarifies and explains what this actually means, because there was a lot of, let me use the word, misinformation but actually though that went out mostly from the left how shocking um we also have a video of joe biden that i need you to see because i've been talking a lot about how i I just don't think this guy makes it to the i I don't i don't think they're going to be able to run him i really don't and this is a great video that illustrates why so what's going to happen there maybe there's going to be pandemic who knows um chelsea handler has zero accountability she wants zero accountability for women Interestingly enough, she considers herself a feminist. She released this video. She's touching herself, doing all types of nasty stuff. But you got to see it. Um, It's an important message. And by the way, it sent me down a horrible, disgusting black hole of her TikTok where I watched video after video. And I'm pretty sure I'm never going to recover. Maybe that's, in fact, maybe the slight neuropathy I have is not, in fact, from the Moltoxins Deli, but it's from Chelsea Handler's TikTok. (laughs) That is a possibility. I think that needs to be investigated. So we have a lot... On deck today, that's going to be fun. A lot of video. And we are actually going to roll through Tucker's latest announcement because it's fascinating. And by the way, his set looks so much better. Oh, can I say that? Whenever you get away from network television, something beautiful happens. You just start looking like a human being again. They do so much crap on network TV and corporate uh, in corporate media, cable news and all that. It's the same thing, really. Before we get to any of that, today's show is brought to us by Aura. You know I want to protect you and your financial security. You know I care so much about what the system is doing. We call it the system. We call it the matrix. I want your privacy protected. I want your security protected. I want your freedom protected. I want you to know that if someone's opening a credit card in your name or doing something they shouldn't be doing that can wreck your financial security and that can wreck your credit, that you are being informed about it. That is where Aura comes in. Aura gives you near real-time alerts on suspicious credit inquiries. Like if someone was opening a loan or a credit card in your name, you get an alert that goes right to your phone. You don't want to be a victim of identity theft. It wrecks your life. You don't want to be a victim of credit card theft. Trust me, I've had my credit card stolen. It was a nightmare. Many times this has happened to me. I'm sure it's happened to you out there, right? You got to call the credit card company. There's a panic that sets in. You're worried about what's going to happen. What's going to be the domino effect of this? Are you going to get in touch with them? Have other things been purchased? You start worrying about any other credit cards you have. Let me take this stress off your chest. I partner with them. 
I absolutely love this company. They've made my life easier. In fact, my parents just signed up and they're loving it. You can set limits, spending limits, so that if any money is spent over a certain dollar value, they'll send messages right to your phone. Their VPN allows you to stay anonymous online by keeping your browsing history and personal information safe and encrypted. They protect your devices from viruses and spyware so the bad guys can't break in. They help you manage what your kids can do. If you've got kids out there, they help you manage what your kids can do on their devices. You can restrict certain apps if you want to. You can set screen time limits. You can even set focus times to ensure your child is doing their homework instead of binging on YouTube. You know. Uh, Aura protects you from scammers and hackers. It scans the so-called dark web. Ooh, sounds nasty. Sounds kind of like the underworld. Guess what it is? There's a whole bunch of bad people that gain access to your passwords and do bad stuff with it. We are here to protect you from that. Um, Criminals steal information on there all of the time. So here's what we're going to do. If you go to the link in my bio, not in my bio, I'm sorry, in the description, you can see Aura.com backslash Jedediah, and you are going to get 14 days to try it out. You're going to get to see how many times your passwords are on the dark web. So for example, you've got passwords you know, to your bank account. You've got passwords to your credit card. You've got passwords all over the place. If you're like me, you've got your passwords in a bunch of places. Don't you want to know if those passwords have been compromised? They're going to tell you whether or not they've been compromised so that you know to change them. And you know what? You're going to try it out. You're going to see if you like it. I know you absolutely will. Take advantage of this opportunity. Aura.com backslash Jedediah. I tried it. I loved it. I stayed. I'm a big fan. Trying to get everyone I know involved. And as you know, I told you I will never try to sell you something on this show that I don't use myself and that I don't believe in. So there you go. Get started. Don't let the system take advantage of you. Let's cover some bases here to protect ourselves. This is the, the first way to do it. All right. Tucker Carlson. First of all, taking a show to Twitter. Brilliant. It's a brilliant move. It's I didn't see him doing that. I actually thought I wasn't sure. Actually, I thought he was going to go out on his own um, and do something just himself. But it makes sense because that's essentially what he's doing. Right. He's going on Twitter completely unfiltered, completely uncensored, direct him to the consumer, to the viewer. Twitter is known now as a space, thanks to Elon, where freedom of speech reigns, where, you know, a lot of what was going on. Over the past few years during the pandemic, a lot of the censorship, he's weeded that out. So Tucker probably felt like, you know what, let me just go straight to the people on this. He's that kind of guy. So it's an unsurprising move. Um, I kind of thought he was going to maybe start something kind of like how Bill O'Reilly did. But Twitter didn't exist in that way when Bill O'Reilly left Fox News and had to set that apparatus up. Now it does. Now Twitter does exist. So let's listen to the video. This is a very important video, by the way. And then we're going to talk about... The fact that he's accusing Fox News of fraud and he served them some very, very serious language from his lawyer. And I mean, very. This is going to get it's going to get ugly. Get your popcorn. It's going to get ugly, but it's going to get good. All right. Let's go to the video first. We're going to stop and go through this, Deli. Number one. Hey, it's Tucker Carlson. You often hear people say the news is full of lies. But most of the time, that's not exactly right. Much of what you see on television or read the New York Times is, in fact, true in the literal sense. It could pass one of the media's own fact checks. Lawyers would be willing to okay, sign can off we just on it. Pause fact- for you for a second. First of all, just look at this. Doesn't he look more natural and comfortable? Somebody wrote something like, oh, it was great. I should have pulled it. Somebody wrote, what is the opposite of a hostage video? <laughs> because it, it's true. He look, Everybody in corporate media looks like they're in a straitjacket and they're being held hostage because they are. Because they know. They, they have this little box. They, can, they can't say this. Not allowed to do this. All oh, the producers in your ear about that. You're like this all the time. And the lighting is so, you know, 
artificial, truthfully. And the wardrobe is so, you know, well, let's, I had like 17 dresses that were all the same dress in a different color. It's very Stafford wifeish for women. And for guys, they all kind of have the same look, the lighting. Doesn't this lighting, doesn't he just look like, like he's finally, it's just Tucker, right? So just observe that when you leave those spaces, you just kind of just, you just manifest as a human, you know? Not not so filtered and, and stuffy and honestly antiquated, their system. Okay, let's keep playing. But that doesn't make it true. It's not true. At the most basic level, the news you consume is a lie, a lie of the stealthiest and most insidious kind. Facts have been withheld on purpose, along with proportion and perspective. You are being manipulated. How does that work? Let's see. If I tell you that a man has been unjustly arrested for armed robbery, that is not, strictly speaking, a lie. He may have been framed. At this point, there's been no trial, so no one can really say. But if I don't mention the fact that the same man has been arrested for the same crime six times before, am I really informing you? No, I'm not. I'm misleading you. And that's what the news media are doing in every story that matters, every day of the week, every week of the year. What's it like to work in a system like that? After more than 30 years in the middle of it, we could tell you stories. Mm -hmm. The best you can hope for in the news business at this point is the freedom to tell the fullest truth that you can. But there are always limits. Okay, let's pause there. So the news you consume is a lie. Very, very powerful statement and absolutely true because there's everywhere you look. And I don't care if it's network TV. I don't care if it's ABC, CBS. I don't care if it's Fox News or MSNBC. The network has a viewpoint, okay? The network has a viewpoint. And it's basically like, this is what we think the audience wants to hear, right? And then the show, oftentimes, that you're on has a viewpoint, especially if it's an ensemble. And then, you know, the producers have their say. So oftentimes you go in, and I can remember getting stories handed to me and say it was about whatever it was about. And I would say, well, yeah, but there's this um, article over here. Let's cover the No, that doesn't fit the narrative. What narrative? It doesn't, it doesn't fit the narrative. The audience won't, won't like that, that angle. Well, but it's part of the story. This whole story doesn't make sense if you don't include that because it tells what's actually going on. Yeah, but they won't be receptive to that. And the audience likes to hear their own viewpoint reflected back at them. So that's our job. And the viewpoint of this show is such. So that, that, that article doesn't fit in. Happens all the time. I cannot tell you how many times I made a suggestion that was ignored or I made a suggestion that I was told outright, you cannot cover that. You can't cover that or we'll get a call. And where does the call come from? Upstairs. Comes from upstairs saying, nope, why did she talk about that? Scolding, this, this, you know. Do it enough times, you get fired. Trust me. Um, and it, you're not getting the truth, right? Because the truth is the story. In the same way, what you will often see, and this happened to me as well, is that they'll bring on a controversial guest. Say, say something's going on, whether it's about, the topic is about an election that may or may not have been stolen, right? The topic is about COVID narrative, whatever it may be. They bring on a guest. And if you're part of an ensemble, they give that guest segment to the person least likely to ask challenging questions <laughs> happens all the time or they remove the person who is going to ask the really interesting questions right who's going to challenge that guest because that guest narrative fits the narrative of the show and that needs to be maintained at all costs this is what he's talking about and he's telling you because he lived it and i'm willing to bet he's got some guilt about it because i certainly do even when you sit in it for even when you leave you're like how did i do this for so long it wasn't authentic people were misled 
people don't know. You think you're turning on the news. And I tell my parents this all the time. It's very hard to understand this if you haven't lived it. It's not news. It's selective sharing of information to brainwash you without giving you the whole truth because they condescend to you. They think you only want to hear what you want to hear. They think you can't handle the truth. And that's it. And they also have a certain agenda, right? If they want, say, the vaccine propped up and you say this, well, that's going to hurt it. Nope, off the table. Say this, this, and this. You can challenge it a little. Maybe you can talk a little bit about a mandate or this, but don't don't go over here or you're going to get a call from upstairs. He knows that. I'm sure he's got plenty of them. So the idea that he's saying you're being manipulated, very powerful words, very powerful words. Um, Also, by the way, notice when he kept his, remember his producer got fired along with him. That's what's reported. This is why he, I told you, he's going to retain that producer. You don't let a producer go who has you at that number one spot. You, you retain that, that person. He's retained that guy. I guarantee you. He said, you're with me. And now that guy's going to continue to produce a better version of Tucker Carlson tonight without any of the filters. That's what you're seeing. And uh, man, it's about time. Okay, let's keep going. Those limits often enough, you will be fired for it. That's not a guess. It's guaranteed. Mm -hmm. Every person who works in English language media understands that. The rule of what you can't say defines everything. It's filthy, really, and it's utterly corrupting. You can't have a free society if people aren't allowed to say what they think is true. Speech Pause is that the for a fundament- second. Um, let me also tell you what happens. Is, and that's what he's, he's right. The rule of what you can't say because they will say, don't touch this, 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 and this. If you, do, if you touch it, you get fired enough times. Even Tucker Carlson. And some people used to say, well, somebody like Tucker Carlson, they'd never fire. He's got too much power. He's got too They don't care. They need you to be a puppet. If you're not going to be a puppet, you become dangerous. you got to go, whether it's whoever it may be. Whoever it may be. So even if you've got the ratings he had, doesn't matter. They need you to be on a string. That's all. Um, And the rule of what you can't say is real. The rule of what you can't say is real. I promise you. There have been times that I have sat in those meetings and said, I can't say that. And you know what happened? I was either taken off air the next day or I was taken out of that segment. And I'm not just talking about Fox either. I'm talking about corporate media at large because I've worked, remember, in a lot of it taken out of that segment, or maybe you're doing an interview, I can remember on The View, but we had Bernie Sanders on and I had questions for him and there was no time for my question that day. I had a great question. Instead, they wanted me to ask some stupid, silly, dumb question. You can go back and watch that segment. And I asked some ridiculous question about a Metro card and I had a big fight with them afterward because I said, I'm here to hold this guy accountable and you have just bitten my tongue off. You have not allowed me to say what I wanted to say. When Hillary came on, huh, interestingly enough, there was no time for me to get my email question in. Fox was no different. It happened to me many times where I wanted to confront people, where I wanted to say things on air, where I wanted to say this, this story. I have a question. I want to know an answer to this question. Nope. Out of the segment, off the show that day, something happened. I'm telling you, it's a, it's a dirty, filthy game. And it's really filthy because the viewers don't know. And you think you've got allies Mm-mm. You know where your allies are? They got fired or they quit. And now they're sitting in spaces like this or sitting in spaces on Twitter or sitting over at Rumble trying to tell you the truth. That's what's going on. Okay, let's keep playing. For democracy. That's why it's enshrined in the first of our constitutional amendments. Amazingly, as of tonight, there aren't many platforms left that allow free speech. 
The last big one remaining in the world, the only one, is Twitter, where we are now. Twitter has long served as the place where our national conversation incubates and develops. Twitter is not a partisan site. Everybody's allowed here, and we think that's a good thing. And yet, for the most part, the news that you see analyzed on Twitter comes from media organizations that are themselves thinly disguised propaganda outlets. You see it on cable news. You talk about it on Twitter. The result may feel like a debate, but actually the gatekeepers are still in charge. Do you see? Okay, pause that. Do you see how interesting that is? What he's saying. Very powerful message. He's saying that. If you've still got yourself plugged into that system, you still got the TV on. Yeah, you're on Twitter and you're debating, but you're debating with their facts. You're still regurgitating their viewpoint, even though you think you're debating the news. You're not. You're debating their viewpoint because it's the part of the news they chose to show you. They left out this article because it, it, it Farmer didn't like it. And they left out this because pro- the producer didn't like it. And maybe the head honcho over at, you know, whatever corporation you're at didn't like it. So you're getting this filtered, censored stuff from which to have your debate. He doesn't want that. He wants you to have just pure, unfiltered truth. So he's saying, even if you think you're on Twitter doing, you're, if you're over there first, you're, they're still running the show. They're still running the debate. They're still in your head. Get them out of your head. Get them out. The best thing you can do for your health, by the way, from a health and wellness angle, for your sanity, and by the way, for your intellect, is to turn cable news, to turn corporate media outlets, to turn network TV, all of it. Turn it off. It's not news. It's propaganda. Every inch of it. I beckon you to think about what he's saying. Think about why he couldn't stay there. Think about why they had to get him out. It's not just him, but he's a very powerful guy and he serves as a great example for what's happened that everyone can see because you saw what he was trying to do there, right? You saw him pushing the envelope. They couldn't have it. They couldn't have it. So think about everything else that gets shut down over there. You don't know what it is, right? Got a lot of puppets over there and everywhere else that are willing to just, you know, I often said, I used to say that people who worked in corporate media spaces, if the head guy or they said, oh, hey, listen, today you're going to do your broadcast. You're going to read this and you're going to put a duck costume on. You're going to waddle around. They would put the costume on and and they'd be waddling around because it's like, yes, master, for most of them, for most of them, not all, but for most. And it's, you know, some of them want to keep their jobs. They want to keep their microphone. They want to keep their perks. I get it. I get it, but there's something bigger at stake. The whole country's falling apart, right? At some point, it's got to be something bigger than your microphone. It's, it's just got to be. Makes you wonder, though, people that are drawn to this business, most of them have to just be like morally bankrupt, right? Because to be able to lie to the audience and not have it affect you, to be able to lie to the audience and not have it upset your sleep at night, like, I, I don't know how people do it. I really don't. I really don't. Okay, let's keep playing how it works, and we're sick of it. Starting soon, we'll be bringing a new version of the show we've been doing for the last six and a half years to Twitter. We bring some other things, too, which we'll tell you about. But for now, we're just grateful to be here. Free speech is the main right that you have. Without it, you have no others. See you soon. So he's very likable, right? Very likable. And by the way, I'm not tight with Tucker. Like, this is not, I have not had any interaction with him in a long time. When he got his show on Fox News, I remember I wrote him and I said, well-deserved. 
at the time he was using his old email, which I still had. I said, well-deserved. I'm so glad to see this because I always thought he was a rock star. I thought he was a media rock star. I thought he had a real gift and a real skill that, that nobody else that I saw really had, truthfully. Not one person. And he had the power of, of information and entertainment in a way that was very, very powerful. And I wrote that to him and he responded right away. And then I went off into my own little world doing a completely different show in a completely different time slot. And oftentimes they don't like those for some people. They don't like them to mix. And I haven't spoken to him in a long time. So this is not coming from a place of like I'm buddy buddy with Tucker Carlson at all. I haven't spoken to him. This is my honest assessment of what's happened. Um, he's a very likable guy. Very, very likable guy. And um, I think this is going to be a, a very successful endeavor that's coming everybody's way. I wrote a note here, too, and I don't remember what it was. So that's unfortunate because I think I had a really good point to make, Delhi. to be honest with you. I actually did have something that I really wanted to say. It'll come back to me. So in the midst of all of this, news breaks from Axios, and I see it, and it says Tucker Carlson accuses Fox of fraud and contract breach. This piqued my interest. It piqued Megyn Kelly's interest as well. She started commenting on it. She's a lawyer, remember? So she looks at things from a legal perspective, which is a little bit different. Um, interesting angle. And it says, Tucker Carlson, two weeks after being ousted by Fox News, accused the network Tuesday of fraud and breach of contract and made a host of document demands. Interesting. That could precede legal action. He may sue them, y'all. Why it matters. The aggressive letter from his lawyers to Fox positions Carlson to argue that the non-compete provision in his contract is no longer valid. In other words, they typically have a non-compete, which means they get to pay you out. But during the duration of when they pay you out, you don't get to work. His lawyers are saying, nope, actually, that's not valid. And here's why. And, and what that would do is allow him to go work, allow him to go do his Twitter show, allow him to go do whatever he wants to do. So... The Twitter move, it says, would seem to technically violate Carlson's contract with Fox, but his lawyer's letter holds that Fox breached the contract first. Now, why? Why did they breach the contract? Okay, here's what they're saying. The letters from Carlson lawyer Brian Friedman to Fox officials, it went to Arena Briganti. Oh, it's a long story there. And Viet Den, I don't know who that is. Um, it said that Rupert Murdoch himself broke promises to Carlson intentionally and with reckless disregard for the truth. The lawyers accused Fox executives of making material representations or promises to Carlson. So they promised him stuff that they intentionally broke, and they are, they are alleging that that is then fraud. Notably, the letter alleges Fox broke an agreement with Carlson not to leak his private communications to the media and not to use Carlson's private messages to take any adverse employment action against him. Multiple outlets have reported um, on Carlson's redacted communications from pre-trial discovery documents and have suggested they led to his ousting. So they're talking about the stuff that happened with Dominion, what he said, what he didn't say. Apparently, he's claiming that they had conversations, that he had conversations with senior leadership and said, none of my stuff is to be leaked. And now you've seen all the leaks come out. So he's saying, this is breach. This is fraud. You have violated your terms. And hence, now the terms no longer exist. Brilliant, by the way. And gutsy. You know what? This, they do this to people all the time. Corporate media is disgusting. I can't tell you what has happened to me in the way of their contracts that I've signed. And yes, you sign it. And you're, but, but when they, con they dirty stuff, dirty stuff in general, I'm speaking about corporate media at large. And oftentimes you don't, you look at it and you say, I, I could fight this, but do I really have the money, the power to have this go on? Because they can just spend endless swaths of money, these corporations. And you say to yourself, at the end of the day, is it really going to be worth it to me? No. 
you know what? You need somebody like him. He's got the money. He's got the prestige. Their ratings are sinking without him. He has a lot of power. He knows that he's not only doing this for himself, by the way. He's doing this for everybody else that suffered this at the hands of corporate media and didn't have that kind of power and didn't have that money and didn't have that reach and didn't have what he's basically doing this for all of us. And by the way, he's doing it for all of you too. And he's doing it for everyone that comes after because if they know that they're going to be at risk, that somebody will stand up, if they know they're, they're going to be more and more hesitant to fire people just because or because they don't like their viewpoint or because the matrix doesn't like them, right? He's instilling a little fear right back in their faces. Good for him. So, and this is, this is the stuff about Dominion, by the way. Carlson was told by a member of the Fox board, apparently, that he was taken off the air as part of the Dominion settlement. Two sources briefed on the conversation told Axios that. It doesn't name, there's no names mentioned here. So take, you know, take it as you will. According to a source familiar with Carlson's position, his lawyers believe that the misrepresentations alleged by Carlson amount to a breach of contract because they created additional terms of Carlson's employment that were then broken by the company. These actions not only breach the covenant of good faith and fair dealing in the agreement, but give rise to claims for breach of contract. Okay. Now this is the best part. (laughs) Carlson is also claiming that Briganti, Irina Briganti uh, works at Fox, and there's a lot of reporting about her that she holds files on people and is very vengeful. Um, I personally did not have any entanglement with her um, personally, although I um, some things were said behind the scenes that I've been made aware of that were uh, fascinating. Let's just leave it at that. But Fox's longtime communications and PR chief, you know, and she's been referenced, by the way. I, there's been a lot of lawsuits. You know, I think Andrea Tantaro sued them. You can go. Uh, Irina comes up constantly all the time. And by the way, Megyn Kelly also said some stuff about her that was, you know, unkind and rightfully so. But it's said that Irina attempted to undermine, embarrass, and interfere with Carlson's future business prospects, which he maintains would constitute another breach of the employment contract. So what do they do? What is Carlson's lawyer doing? Oh. I need something that's not a nasty button that's like, yeah, like a very ooh, strong yes. Make no mistake. We intend to subpoena Mrs. Br- Ms. Briganti's cell phone. He's taken her cell phone records and related documents, which evidence communications with her and all media, including but not limited to the New York Times. What does that mean? It means that the internal Fox News rep, this PR woman that's been protected for years, by the way, years and, and is very unkind to people and holds these folders and files allegedly on people and all that stuff. He's saying, well, we're going we're gonna to take a look at that now. Did you reach out to the New York Times? Did you internally try to leak stuff to make Tucker Carlson look bad? Ooh, he is not messing around. And he also said that because he's considering litigation, he said that Fox News has to preserve all existing documents and data relevant to Fox's relationship with Carlson, including correspondence between top executives and media outlets. So the lawyer is saying you can't delete stuff. You can't hide stuff. You need to preserve everything because we're going to take a look and see if, in fact, you leaked stuff on him, which would account for a breach of contract, in which case you can't prevent him from working. Oh, man, this is their worst nightmare. It's a nightmare for them. It's a nightmare because I will guarantee you that there's stuff to be found. I will. Let me say it. Let me look at you and tell you this. Stuff can be found. You wouldn't believe what I've seen come to the surface, even about myself. I'm telling you, man, stuff will be found and it will be very ugly. And I don't know, man. I don't know how they saved themselves after this, to be honest with you. I thought the audience was going to leave them once the, once the vaccine mandated. I couldn't 
understand how you could go on TV. Freedom fighter. Yeah, but a big American flag. We love the U.S. Fight for your freedom in a company that had a vaccine mandate. I mean, is it just me? And I understand people don't know where to go. They can't turn on CNN. They can't turn on MSNBC. But you got to know you're dealing with a fraud, right? Am I right? God, you got a COVID test constantly. If this, that separate set of rules. If you got the vaccine, you got to have a you can, you can, don't have to wear a mask. Otherwise, when you, I mean, it's just all nonsense. Freedom lovers, freedom fighters, freedom fighters, my tushy, you know. Okay, so that's what's going on. Now, this happens. Do I think he's going to sue? I don't think he wants to, but he is letting them know you're not taking me off the air. He, he knows, like we said the other day, where the bodies are buried. He does, by the way. This guy has a lot of, he's been there for a long time. He knows. They don't want unleashed what he can unleash. So now they're stuck. And also, he's got all the, right, the ratings are dropping. I saw something the other day I should have uh, held on to that that said in their demo, all the sh- some shows had sunk beneath it, CNN and MSNBC. I mean, they're doing horribly. 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 Now, will it last is the question you out there will last. Or are you going to be like, well, there's a debate on tonight. I know they mislead and I know they fire people if they don't agree, but I have to put it on anyway. <laughs> then they win. So make up your mind. Okay, so the response to this was fantastic. I love it. A response to Tucker Carlson getting the, doing the show on Twitter, emerging. Liberal tears, we call them, right? Just cry. You know, freedom of speech makes them uncomfortable. By the way, the chat is open. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. Our chat is open. If you have a question for me, comment. Get it on in there. Um, Super chats will be read. CNN comes out of the gate and says... Right-wing extremist Tucker Carlson will relaunch his program on Twitter. What? Right-wing extremist. Who wrote this? Um, can you click on the link that they have there and just tell me the author? Oliver Darcy. I can't. Oliver Darcy is like, has turned into such like a left-wing hack. He used to be really just very different. He works there now and he's got to tell this line. I, the guy, I don't know how he sleeps at night because he is not this. But right-wing extremists. So you see how they paint it right off the, right off the bat, right? They have, to, they have to destroy him in some way. Okay. Then I look, and you know Media Matters, right? Garbage uh, organization that somehow, interestingly, conveniently got all the leaks, just sort of spoon-fed to them. I wonder, could it be, I don't know, could Irina Briganti have made a phone call and released those internally and had some connection with maybe the New York Times or someone else that then leaked it to Media Matters. I don't know. Could that have happened? I mean, there's just no way, right? So this guy, uh, Matthew Gertz from Media Matters, he says, Twitter's already wary advertisers are going to love paying to have their brands associated with Tucker Carlson. So, the bra- you know, the brain dead hurts on this one. It's not a brand deal, honey. He's just rolling out content on Twitter in the same way, Matthew, that you roll out content on Twitter in the same way that I can go on Twitter and have an opinion. Delhi can go on Twitter and have an opinion. People who agree and disagree go on Twitter and have an opinion. People stream on Twitter all the time about all different topics with all different viewpoints. That's what Twitter is. It's called freedom of speech. Why do leftists have such a hard time with freedom of speech? This isn't like Twitter, Elon Musk, and Tucker Carlson joined hands and they created a brand together. And now Tucker Carlson is the Twitter brand. No, it's just, he's just rolling out content. 
I mean, the brain dead. They get so bothered that Tucker might have a voice. Of course, because what he's saying makes sense, right? And it threatens the narrative yet again. Then you see AOC, you know, not the sharpest tack in the drawer, chiming in. And she says, above this tweet by Matthew Gertz, love that she follows media matter figures. She says, like I said last week, Twitter brought to you by my pillow and only my pillow. I mean, how stupid could you be? I don't know. How, there's no nice way to say it. How stupid could you be that you don't understand that he's just rolling out content in the same way she could roll out her content? Here's why this matters, because they, they do understand. They do understand. But they want fear stoked in the public. And oh, my God, Twitter is transforming. It's right wing propaganda now because a lot of people are misinformed and ill informed and won't do their own research and just, you know, will just swallow what they say and then spit it out. Oh, my God, Twitter's being taken over. And also because they want him shut down. They just want him shut up. He's too threatening. The truth can't live in these spaces. They're bothered. They want their echo chamber. They want their echo chamber. They don't want a Tucker Carlson coming along and making people think, God forbid. They just want an echo. They liked it much better when, you know, you got in trouble and shadow banned for, you know, citing a study on the COVID vaccine and just putting a study up. They love that because that's, you know, the communists are deeply evil at their core. They want you shut up and silenced. Amazing. Also, just you're not embarrassed to be so publicly dumb, though. Really, for those of us who are smart, I understand you want to, you know, misinform who you consider to be the masses. But there's a lot of us out here with brain cells that are still active. And we're looking like, oh, God, you're not embarrassed to look so stupid, girlfriend. All right. Then Elon Musk comes out, by the way, and clarifies what he sees all this garbage. And he comes out and he explains what it is. He didn't have to do this, but good on him. He says, on this platform, unlike the one-way street of broadcast, people are able to interact, critique, and refute whatever is said. And of course, anything misleading will get community notes. I also want to be clear that we have not signed a deal of any kind with Tucker. Tucker is subject to the same rules and rewards of all content creators. Rewards mean subscriptions and advertising revenue share coming soon. By the way, that's gonna, this is going to change the whole market. Yeah, oh, I'll get to that in a second, which is a function of how many people subscribe and the advertising views associated with the content. I hope that many others, particularly from the left, also choose to be content creators on this platform. Now, folks on the left read this, and even though it's completely reasonable, it still bothers them. Even though he said, I want people on the left. No, no, that's not enough. Yes, the people on the left should be able to talk, but all the people on the right have to be silenced. That's all. That's all they know. That's all they know. I, I, communism is evil. All they know is I get to speak and you have to shut up. You're misinformation. You're bigoted. You're dangerous. I'm hero. Hear me roar, roar, you know. Um, by the way, this uh, advertising revenue share that's coming, <sighs> Twitter's going to change everything. I'm telling you, man. It's going to change. There's going to be people that. YouTube's first competitor. Yes, that's correct. It's going to be a, a big deal. There's going to be people who leave network TV and don't even entertain. The first step of this was like you leave network TV and you're entertaining partnerships, right? The second phase of this is that people are going to say, well, why do I need a, a partner? I can just hire this stuff out and I can go straight to the people. I'm telling you, this is changing it for everybody, everybody. And, and you want this, right? You want competition. Competition will make every single company better. Right, because Rumble will see this and say, oh, wait a minute. All right, we have to be better at this, this, and this. These are our weaknesses. We're going to compete with Twitter now. We have to be a reason. Why would somebody come over to Rumble and not just go on Twitter? 
for a place like Valuetainment, anywhere. They're going to have to figure out in their marketing, in their business plan, whatever it may be, how do I make my offer stand out? That's great for business, for everybody. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. The individual businesses get better and stronger. They sharpen their skills. The businesses that can't survive die out. They get weeded out. That's the way it works. And maybe that person learns a good lesson and comes back with an even better business in five years. This is fantastic across the board. Competition is, is good in every single field, every single one, including education where we don't apply it, which is why we got a bunch of brain deads like AOC walking around. Anyway, um, RFK comes out. By the way, RFK has given uh, Joe Biden a run for his money. You see that? Unbelievable. The numbers. <laughs> it's like... It's- RFK comes out and he says, in my house, this is fantastic. We watch the television news not to learn the truth, but to understand the official narrative. What a fantastic way to put it. What a fantastic way to put it. So he's, it's like saying you watch state-run media to know, okay, that's what they're saying. Let me just arm myself and be prepared. <laughs> that's not true. Now, you, if you could watch it like that, great. He has the benefit of having that ability. A lot of people can't do that. You get sucked in. I can't tell you, sometimes my, you know, an older relative of mine will call me and say, I saw this. And I'll say, listen, um, I don't know how to tell you this, but I, I've worked on that show. And um, yeah, the other, the other side of the argument you didn't get was X, Y, and Z because they're not allowed to say that. So I, and I have to, I have to say it, right? But people don't know. Why would you know? Why would you know the intricacies of this stuff if you don't work in it? It's not even fair that you would be expected to know. But that's why we're telling you. That's why we're telling you, because it, it's, it's, not, it's not fair for you to think there's truth involved there when it's not. Um, okay, so then we get to RFK, Joe Biden. How does this all play out? Well, Tucker having a voice in, you know, preceding the election, very important, right? He's going to talk about stuff that other people won't talk about. Very important that he has a presence in a space where he can actually have his freedom of speech. Um, you've got RFK challenging Joe Biden, and it brings me to Joe Biden himself. And then we're going to get to Chelsea Handler, by the way. We got Chelsea Handler at the end today because I, I just, I can't. And I might have, you know, a certain reaction that needs to be relegated from the political content. Let's just say that. But Joe Biden, um, we've been talking about whether he's going to hit the debate stage or not. What do you think of the audience, by the way? Comment. You think he's, they're going to let him on the debate stage with RFK? <laughs> okay. Whatever you say, please feel free to share your opinion. I want to see it. But whatever you say, it's not happening. How is he even going to, like, talk? Well, that's just it. That's just it. He's, they're not letting him on that stage. I don't care. Either it's going to be, you know, pandemic. Either it's going to be something's going to happen. Oh, my God. Omicron 17. Oh, hurry up. Something's going to you know, something ridiculous like that. Or there will be a health issue that prevents him from getting on that stage. And either that health issue will be enough to keep him from getting on the stage, but not enough to take him out of the race. Or they're going to sub somebody. I still think. Gavin Newsom's back here. Just going to I think the crawl forward is going to happen. I do. I don't think they can run this guy. And if they do, they can't let him on the debate stage. Now, why, you say? For those of you who don't watch Joe Biden content because, you know, you have lives. <laughs> but I think you'll enjoy this. Let's play number eight. Let's just sit back and have a nice moment with each other. Okay. I honored a group of trailblazing artists with National Medals of Arts and Humanities. The group included groundbreaking Asian Americans like Vera Wang and, and, and Joan... Shingang, I'm going to pronounce it right. Shanga Koala. I think I pronounced it correctly. She can call me Joe Bitten. 
She can call me Joe Brady. Okay. So how do you tell me, honestly, though? I mean, really, how do you run this guy? Now, this serious, I think there's some serious cognitive decline here. He's not aging well. Something's going wrong. They're trying their best to cover it up. But I know, I mean, my grandma lived to 102, and she was sharp. She was sharp to like 100. I mean, there were days I went there, and I couldn't keep up with her. So I'm not even saying that it's always an age thing. I'm really not. Do I think that, you know, there's a certain component of energy that goes with youth? And yeah, Yes, I do. But you can have somebody who's really sharp as a tack at his age. It does happen. I've seen it in my own family. He's not it. Right? The guy doesn't know what's going on. It's like his computer power. He's off. lost. He's lost. The guy is lost. You think they're letting him on the debate stage? Like, what's he get? I mean, what is even going on? I'm not trying. I, I Believe me, I'm not even trying to make fun because I actually think it's very sad. And I think his family is disgusting that they're not saying enough now. You know, this is humiliating. This is a sick man on display every day. You know, he sounds like a guy that's in assisted living. Really, where you, they can't, I mean, get any, I mean, he's, it's just a decline happening. He really should not be president. I don't care that, oh, the president doesn't really do anything. He's got a whole team around him. Yes, but it's, it's still a figurehead that you look at. You look at a country that, that keeps electing a guy like this. You're like, well, if they don't care if their leader sounds like, they, what else don't they care about? He's still the guy in charge. Even if he's not making the big decisions, he's still figuratively the guy in charge. You, can you imagine him in a debate now? Come on. I mean, do I want to see it? Well, a little. I'm not going to lie. I'll pay to see that. I do yeah. want to see it a little. But I also feel very bad, and he shouldn't be there. Honestly. I don't think I can stand Gavin Newsom, though. God, doesn't he sound like a used car salesman all the time? Would you buy a car from that guy? Ooh, he sounds like slimy. Gavin Newsom's got like a slime to him where you feel like he always looks like he's got too, too much going on with stuff in his hair. You know those guys that always have too much hair gel or slicker? Ooh, I feel like he's slippery to the touch. Ooh, you know what? Nasty. Nasty. Different kind of nasty, but nasty nonetheless. It's a political nasty. Oh, we have some chats. I should get to these. I know it's not as... Uh, listen, y'all, I know sometimes we do the shows and it's like, I'm not ripping on the modern women and all that, but you, it, the country's falling apart, right? So somebody's got to say this stuff. It's got to be me. Rick Bourne is here for 20 bucks. If Elon Musk has Tucker's back, Tucker's back on this lawsuit, Fox News should settle. I can't even imagine what Musk and Tucker could transfer Twitter into. I'm rarely so optimistic about anything in media. Well, Elon's not getting involved in the lawsuit. I can tell you that right now. The way he has Tucker's back is he's just giving him a forum to say, listen, you deal with that. Consequences are what they are for you. Whatever. You got it covered fine. But you have a, a free home here to, to say your piece like everybody else, which is great. Should Fox News settle? Absolutely. They can't afford any bad press about this. They, Fox News can't afford to be the people who prevent Tucker Carlson, who fired him and then prevented him from working. Y'all going to be down in the dumps. People just don't need you anymore. They're not. And the audience that watches you are dying. Actually, they're getting so they're so old that they're just falling off the map. Really? I'm serious. Omega Rosetsu is here. Five bucks. Did you rewatch 
what that one person said. If you did, you would have seen that they said that 95% of people, oh, you're still on that 95% of people attracted to them are fetishists. I did rewatch it, Omega, but I still didn't hear it the way you heard it. I love you, though. <laughs> Jonathan, five bucks. What the hell's wrong with the rep party, the Republican Party? Santos arrested on seven counts of wire fraud, three counts of money laundering, one count of theft of public funds. Yikes. Yeah, it's a, the, both parties are a disaster. A disaster. I mean, don't think I'm not sitting here like, oh, Republicans, that's the way to go. I don't play those that nonsense. I really don't. It's a mess. It's a mess. I told you, it's not Republicans versus Democrats. This is good versus evil. This is freedom-loving people versus the system. And the system is inhabited by both Democrats and Republicans. So this is about your fight for freedom and who is an ally for you. Thomas Massey is a pretty solid politician, if I had to look at one right now. He's talking about E-Verify. Look at what he's saying on E-Verify if you're following that story. He's on the money on that. Rick Bourne, 20 bucks. The non-democratic Democratic Party has enough superdelegates, which shouldn't exist. They really need not bother having debates or even primaries, as they are all just for show. The decisions are made by the deep state. That's right. The deep state's in charge. We know that. We know that. <laughs> Mitch McConnell. Sorry. Did I say something? <laughs> I must have had a frog in my throat. All right. Let's get to Chelsea Handler. Oh, God. Nice. So we're going to talk about Chelsea Handler. Chelsea, grab your bottle of wine for breakfast, Handler. And uh, I go and I see this TikTok that's going viral. So I go and I watch it again. And let's let's watch it together. Listen, if I had to watch it and repeat acid in my stomach from lunch, so do you. Okay, so let's go watch it and then we'll talk about it. Let's go. You can go back and just hit the volume on. Yeah. Oh, hello, it's me, Chesty Handlerberg. You caught me giving myself a mammogram. All good, you two. Wait, pause it for one second. I'm sorry, I'm gonna do this. Is she funny to you? I don't, I don't, I watched like, I I don't know, 100 videos yesterday. Is is she supposed to be a comedian? I, I don't, I don't find her funny. And I'm not saying that because she's a leftist. I find, you know, Melissa McCarthy hysterical. I, there are people who are on the left who are funny. This is not a political statement. She is not funny. The stuff is just like it's it's very very like dumb, silly, juvenile. It's I I've never laughed at anything she said. Is it me? Just curious. Okay, keep going. Not that that has anything to do with this. It is time to explore vasectomies. Since the beginning of time, women have been ducking and diving and dodging pregnancy face first or Pikachu first. And frankly, they're exhausted. We've had to listen to men say things like, oh, but using a condom doesn't feel so good. Or, can't you just take birth control? Enough, you horny little pigs in blankets. Do you know how painful it is to get an IUD placed? It feels like a mousetrap in your uterus. And sometimes those things don't even catch all the mice. And birth control? You think I want to be an adult woman with acne? Or have mood swings? Or get a period so heavy it feels like the Hoover Dam just broke? I don't. Everybody already hates women enough. I don't need my insides to join in on the fun. Women are tired of making concessions for men, especially in the bedroom. We have already been through enough letting you wear socks while you penetrate us. So man up, men. And if you can't do that, enjoy the company of your hand. Vasectomies. One snip and that's it. I mean, I, for one, cannot imagine why she's still single. She's such a catch, right? Am I right? Don't you just, guys, aren't you just willing, just dying to dive into that? First of all, I didn't need to see her in bed with no top on. That's not something that I needed to digest for the day. I don't know about you. I could have done without that imagery. 
Um, wasn't funny, wasn't necessary, made no sense. I don't know why she needed to be naked in the bed. Maybe she wanted to be. Maybe she was looking for a date. I don't know. Um, I love this video because it's zero personal responsibility and zero accountability for women. And I love that she wants to blame men for all of these things. Oh, guys, you should get a vasectomy. When I would like to ask her, no one is making you have casual sex, honey. You're having, if you decide that you want to have casual sex and you decide that you want to do it X, Y, and Z way, then it's on you, right? You know that anytime you have sex, anytime, no matter what you're using, I don't care if it's an IUD, I don't care if it's birth control pills, I don't care if it's condoms, I don't care what form of contraception you're using, there is a risk of pregnancy. So if you want to remove that risk, doll, don't have casual sex. Don't have sex with anyone where you're not willing to have a baby. How about that? I know. It's so antiquated. It's so unbelievably moral. That's right. Personal responsibility, honey. It's a thing, or at least it should be. So this nonsense of, well, you know, men, we're making concessions for men. Why? Why do you, if a guy says to you those things that you cite, like, oh, just take some birth control or, oh, you know, I want to pull out or whatever it is or, oh, do you have to sleep with them? Do you have to? No, you want to, right? So it's your fault if you engage in a situation with a guy who tells you to do those things and then you do them and you engage. That's on you. Are you, a, again, are you a grown woman? Or are you a little baby? If you want to be treated like a grown woman and you want equality and you want, well, you know what? I'm my own independent decision maker and I am, you know, the owner of my own fate and destiny and I am a fully capable 100 uh, percent autonomous woman, then you should be able to make a decision to not entangle yourself with guys like that. And maybe just don't sleep with guys who talk to you like that. There's an idea. Maybe don't sleep with guys where you don't want to run the risk of getting pregnant. Why do you have to be sleeping with everybody? Why? Why? This, they need, you know why? Because they need it to be fickle. They need no consequences. Because again, it's a society now that promotes this no consequence prom- promiscuity. They want no consequence. They want it to be like, oh, yeah, you know, you could just get an abortion. Oh, yeah, you could just put it on the guys. Yeah, so I can have more meaningless sex. So I can, you know, learn how to pair bond less, right? I can forget what that means. So I can be soulless. So I can just be a body, right? So I can be some symbol of female empowerment that has completely disconnected sex from emotion. I can be a badge of modern feminism. Yeah, you know what? You'll also probably be drunk and alone at 7 o'clock in the morning crying yourself to sleep at night and then wiping those tears dry, pretending you're happy and making some stupid TikTok video for us. That's what you're doing. Don't lie. Don't lie. It's written all over your face. It's written, the misery is written all over your face. You don't look happy. You don't. And you know, by the way, just so you know, I'm 44. I'm 44. I'm saying this for a reason. I'm 44. Just look at my face. Okay. Just look at it. I don't do Botox. I don't do fillers. I don't do anything. I don't do any of that stuff. You all know I don't believe it. Just look at it. Does it have lines? Does it have? Yeah, I'm not, I don't look 20. She's 48. She has four years on me. She has had a hard life. There's been a lot of drinking. There's been a lot of stuff going on there that she advertises to the public. And you know what? Misery shows up on your face. This is a woman who has made bad choices and is now starting to justify them. And she wants other women. Instead of telling other women, don't do this. Don't do it like I did it. Do it differently. Do it differently. I would do it differently. That's what an honorable person would be saying. She's not. She wants them. Misery loves company. She wants them to be miserable too. She wants them walking down 
that dark alley alone, promiscuity, birth control, all this stuff, drinking, wearing it on their face. You know it. You know. You can read that type of person from a mile away. And I I just, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of the blame. Yeah, guys need to get vasectomies because you can't just decide not to have casual sex if you don't want to have a baby. First of all, also, can we just talk about like, she's 40, you said 48, right? Yeah. She's, she's that worried about getting pregnant left and right? Really, I'm curious. I mean, I'm not saying you can't get pregnant at 48, by the way. You can. We have a friend who's pregnant right now. I think she's like 48. It can happen. It happens. But is that really at 48? Like your top, you're still out there behaving in such a way that having so much casual sex and, 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 and thinking about that? This is a woman who's also never grown up. That's something you're thinking about if you're a woman and you're promiscuous, which you shouldn't be. It serves you no purpose to, to follow that path. But let's say you do it and you're 22 and you're worried about getting pregnant. Okay, I can get on board with at least where your head is. 48 years old and you're making videos like this about how your men should get vasectomies because women, you know, they want to have casual sex in peace. Honey, it's so sad that I, I, can't, I almost can't even be as nasty as I need to be because it's so sad. And the only reason, by the way, I'm being nasty is because you are setting an example for young women and you're making them think that this is the way. And that's deeply irresponsible, by the way, and a little evil because there's going to be a lot of young women that look up to you and they follow that path and they're going to be awfully angry at you when they follow your advice. And they're sitting at 48 with their bottle of wine at seven o'clock in the morning, lonely, what are they going to be doing, making TikTok videos while their friends are sitting around with their beautiful families, looking, you know, glowing with happiness and not, you know, red-faced and puffy from too much wine that morning? I'm just saying. You don't want kids? Don't have casual sex. Ladies, stop blaming guys for stuff that you have control over in your own life. You want equality? Start acting like you want equality. You want to be treated like an adult? Act like one. I'm tired of this nonsense. All right. Do we have more in the chat? Yeah. I have okay. another one coming in, too. I'm going to take that. Robert Drow gave five bucks, said, I thought she didn't need a man. <laughs> Why doesn't she just use her machine? Well, that's true, too, right? Oh, what a, what a fantastic point. She said, I don't need a man, this, that, and the other thing. I, you, you showed us the vibrator, right? You showed it to us. We all, we all saw it in one of your videos. Oh, yeah, you had it with the bottle of wine. Imagine 48 years old holding, you know, that and a bottle of wine, and you're thinking you did something right. <sighs> Honey, I don't mean... It's beyond help. I know Hollywood loves it because they're sinister and dark and they like wreckage, right? And they're miserable, so misery loves company, as I said. But yeah, if you don't need a man, well, why are you worried about vasectomies and casual sex? If you don't need a man at all, why are you engaging at all? Good point. Thanks, Rob. Hmm. Just Jerry podcast. She read Rolo's tweet. <laughs> That's true, Rolo. Okay. I, I didn't get into that. You know why I didn't get into that? We have Rolo coming on. I'll ask him about it when he comes on. It's better to have him on to discuss that. By the way, let me just weigh in here. Vasectomies, terrible idea across the board. Guys, don't do it. Um, and I'm coming at it not just from a, the perspective of, you know, the mutilation perspective, but also it's not always reversible. And secondarily, um, we should have a doctor on to talk about this. Um, it doesn't do good stuff to you hormonal. There, there's, there's health side effects there as well that uh, traditional doctors don't talk about. Of course not, right? Because then, you know, oh, look, more destruction of the men. Yeah, that's the front lines of defense. Let's get them down. More vasectomies, everyone. That's the answer. No. Rick Bourne gave 10 bucks. Chelsea, if you can't set a good example given your life choices, then serve as a warning. Own it. 
pornography and profanity are all poor substitutes for talent. Well, that's exactly right. Like, listen, noble people make, people make mistakes, right? We all do. I, I certainly have made my share of mistakes. I tell you all the time I went to graduate school. What a waste. Liberal arts graduate school. If you're doing that, I don't know how to tell you. It, it just t- waste of your money, your time, your essence, all of it. People make mistakes, but like noble people look back their life and they want to prevent other people from making those mistakes. Like I always tell you, yes, I got very lucky with my this incredible man that I'm married to who I love more than life itself and this incredible child. I got very lucky, but I might not have gotten very lucky because I did delay and I would encourage women not to do that. I would encourage you not to do that. So it's, you got to be able to look at your life and, and you're supposed to help other people benefit. Not if, not if you're miserable though and you, I'm, I'm saying this, I'm happy, right? I'm saying this because I want, I, I do this show because I want the world to get better. Like I want to put stuff out there that's going to make people stop this downward spiral of promiscuity and, and, and emotionless sex and politics that takes over your freedom and authoritarianism. That's why I'm here to fight those things. I want the world to be better and brighter and happier. And I want you to have autonomy over your own life. And I want you to be on a path that's positive and uplifting, but not everybody does. Not everybody does. So you got to just understand some people are miserable and they want you there too. And they're mad if you're happy. You ever know? You ever have that friend? Tell me the truth. Do you have that friend? Ladies in particular, you know, you've had a friend and you're happy. You're in a great relationship. You're getting along. Everything's going great. And she doesn't like it because you used to be her going out buddy. And you used to be out at the club with her and used to both be single and you were, oh, you were in the scene and now she's alone. And you got your man and she's got to try to wreck that relationship for you. You know it. She's got to get in there and she's got, to, oh, well, did he do that? Well, he could have done this. She starts playing the seed. You know that person. There are miserable people out there that do not have your best interest at heart. You need to learn how to detect them. Detect them and remove them. Cut them out. Otherwise, they'll just grow into your roots and you'll take all that nasty energy with you. Cut them out. I mean it. Okay, one more chat, and then we're going to wrap for today. SR Bell 67 gave 20 bucks. Jed, 42 bachelor in South Florida. Oh, welcome to South Florida. Never been married, not kids, completely cynical of both due to new society of no commitment, especially when times are tough. Cell phones and social media have caused girls in 20s to 30s to be narcissists. That's all true. Um, do you want my advice? I say this, we're in South Florida. What am I going to say, Deli? Do you know me well enough? I want you to say it. He wants me. He, he just he does, <laughs> no is the answer. <laughs> Jelly does not. Um, I don't know how to tell you this, but do you, if you want to meet a girl and you want to meet one that's in their 20s and 30s who's not in the scene and you want to meet a girl who's more traditional and you're becoming increasingly cynical, can I recommend that you get out of South Florida? I'm just saying, yeah, I'm in South Florida, but I have my family. It's different. And I'm not in the scene. I'm telling you, you got to go to like the country. You go to North Florida. I'm telling you, you got to get out of the scene. South Florida sounds to me like you're in some type of Miami situation. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> you got you coming into contact with a lot of those fresh and fit girls. That's not, there are people that aren't like that. Um, also, let me just say this uh, to close with this note today. And thank you all for being here. And by the way, thank you for being open to different content. Um, comment also, um, do, do you like the political content? Are you interested in the Tucker stuff? Let me know. I want to know your feedback. But don't let yourself get cynical. Hit that subscribe button right now. Hit that like button. Do me that favor. It helps to support what I do. Don't let yourself get cynical. Um, 
the world can be an ugly place. You don't have to be. The world can be a dark place. You don't have to be. And you become what you think. So if you're thinking dark, you're thinking depressed, you're thinking cynical, you will attract that. If you're thinking that you can conquer the world, if you're thinking that the things that you want, you can visualize them, you can see them, you will make them happen. Do not allow the darkness that is sweeping over the country and the darkness out there to take over you, to take over your home, to take over your life, to take over your viewpoint. That's a death sentence. That's an emotional death sentence. Do, you have to make a decision not to allow that. And I'm telling you as somebody who I know, I'm, I'm like Italian, right? So I grew up with like, like the glass is three quarters full. Everything's a catastrophe. It's up to you to break that mold. Um, one more announcement. Oh, there's more money coming in. Just a lot. Oh, wow. Everybody's like, you're not going anywhere, Jed. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, am I in a little jail here? A little bit. The vault is a bit like a jail. I'm just going to say. Uh, Beaten Cheeks is here. Five bucks. I almost got a vax, saw side effects, and said, nope, I'm good. FYI, I just interviewed girls on standards. I got spit on and cussed out for my standards. <laughs> they spit on you? Nasty. I hope you didn't catch anything. Just saying. Beaten Jonathan, cheeks. don't worry you didn't because that's a whole other conversation about contagious disease, and I'll make you feel a lot better when we have that. We can't do that here. We'll do it in another space. Just saying. Jonathan, 10 bucks. I'm red pill, but how come I have to support Trump? And his elk, Tucker, and et cetera. I don't like none of them. However, I love the Fresh and Fit Pod, Justin Wall, Jedi Bila, the Tates, and Pearl. You don't have to support them. So you don't have to support anybody you don't want to support. You don't have to support Tucker. You don't have to support Trump. You don't have to support any of them. You don't have to support me if you don't like me. You don't, you don't have to support anybody you don't want to support. Don't let anybody tell you that you do. Red pill politically just means your eyes are open. But you support who you want. Don't let anybody. The second someone starts saying, well, because you support this, you also have to support this. Yeah, that's a little mini authoritarian. Can't trust that person. Rajesh Joshi, love your work from India. It's limited to West now. It's happening here too. A woman filed eight false rape cases just to extort money from these men. That happens too. That happens too. Mm-hmm. Then you have Mithranjil. I may be saying that wrong. I guess the lunatics are using the book The Secret to change reality, including biology. Yeah, biology is static despite what some of these people say. Uh, one more announcement for you guys. Um, people often ask me how to support what I do. I want you to go to bila.locals.com. It's a site that I have. It's my little hub. You can go on there for free. You can spend five bucks a month. You can give whatever you'd like. It helps to support what I do, meaning my free speech endeavors, any projects that I'm doing. Um, if heaven forbid, you know, one day, whatever happened, who knows? You know, let's say big tech, not, you just never know. Right. So that's a space that is completely, completely censorship free. I show photos of my family. I do behind the scenes of shows. Sometimes I'll ask you guys questions, simple things like, hey, I'm looking to cook a new recipe. Help me out. But it really just your emails come to me. So I have that list. I can update you on everything I'm doing. If I decide to write a book, if I decide to put out a newsletter, I'm actually building a website right now. That's kind of cool. Um, so you'll be the first to hear about all those things. And it's also just a hub of people that believe that freedom is important and stand by me in my fight to battle corporate media and whatnot. So thank you so much for that. You can go over and just check it out. And like I said, you can join for free. I love having you there. You want to give money. Awesome. You don't want to give money. I totally understand. But just having you there in the space actually makes me very happy. So head on over bila.locals.com. And um, thank you for being here today. Have a fantastic day. And I will see you soon. Bye.